Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. All right. Are you the law office of Aaron Hendricks? I'm really just Aaron Hendricks, attorney. But what you need to know, she's a criminal defense attorney. Mm -hmm. I do want to hear about the prosecutor pass. We got a prosecutor pass, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to get there. But you want to know what everyone asks you at cocktail parties and everyone really calls and what they really need is something's happened to a friend or a family, a DUI, been pulled over, something's happened. I feel like this is the number one question, this and family law issues, that we just run-of-the-mill lawyers... (laughs) That's what I get asked, and I don't always know. And I just recently sent someone to you, Aaron Hendricks. And you know what? Attorney. And you know what? My brother says, well, Aaron, everybody has a cousin. You know what? Who needs a criminal lawyer. No, everybody does. Everybody so, has a cousin. Let's back up for the non-lawyers. Jody, Jody gets super jazzed and jumps ahead. What falls under criminal? Crime. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> At all. Is are, it you, are you joking? Me I'll right do now? it. Um, Well, so, you know, in the criminal realm, the state prosecutes individuals for violating the state penal code. And in the feds, the U.S. Attorney's Office goes after individuals who violate federal law, the U.S. Code, USC. I love you. Mm -hmm. Give us some examples. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What state and what's federal? State. Can I say these words? Murder? Yes. Yeah. You're going to have to. (laughs) R-A-P-E? Yeah, you're going to have to. Uh Um, Burglary. Driving while intoxicated, theft. What's federal? Narco trafficking. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bank robbery. Sex White trafficking. Collar. Sex trafficking, state or federal. Mm-hmm. Same for a few of these things, but generally, yeah, human trafficking. The feds and the state also will work together. They have task forces, mm-hmm. you know, where like the locals will partner with the feds. DPD, Dallas Police Department, will work with DEA, Drug Enforcement Administration, and they will partner prosecuting offenses. And then who decides? Does it go state? Does it go federal? They decide. And so how many, just super rando, like mm-hmm. how many of these cases are young, young people? Oh, guess. A lot. Yeah, A lot. totally. Yeah, Gosh, okay. I yeah. was really afraid you'd say that. Seriously? Well, sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know what my um, grandmother Joanne, we called her Jojo. She used to say, <clears throat> your job as a mother of boys, she had four. Uh-huh. Your job as a mother of boys is to keep them alive till they're 25. <laughs> have you, you heard that? No, I have three boys. And oh, I used to be like, I just want them to go to these Ivy League schools. And I really just want to keep them alive and out of the ER, ER honestly. Right. Mm-hmm. And jail. <laughs> yeah, and, and jail. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the jail. jail thing yet, but we're young enough. So if you go Ivy League and then maybe graduate when you're 30, you should be good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so keep them alive till they're 25 because the point is lots of youthful, young male individuals mm-hmm. get caught up in criminal justice and mm-hmm. it's not a fun 
pool to play in, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with the prosecutor past. Right. Tell us how you actually went after the criminals, but now you defend people that have been accused That's right. of crimes. Mm-hmm. Very diff- mm-hmm. That's kind of a natural path. There yeah. are two yeah. kinds of, well, generally, there are mo- lots of kinds, but there are a couple different kinds of criminal defense lawyers. There are those who came into criminal defense because they used to be prosecutors. And then there are those who graduate law school and begin a career in criminal defense. Yeah. So I'm a mm-hmm. recovering prosecutor, past prosecutor. It's still part of my bone structure, right? Oh, I bet it is. But it's so good because... You think you, differently. Mm-hmm. And you think were about... Were you in St- Dallas? Like, mm-hmm. where were you? Mm-hmm. Here, where? Dallas County DA's office. I was hired out of law school. Okay. Um, well, that's not true. I was invited to come work. And then <laughs> after I passed the bar, I drew my name out of a hat and I got on the payroll. Huh. Mm-hmm. Really? That's how it works. Are you serious? It was the OOs. What do we call those? The OTS. It was 20 years ago. Oh yeah. Well, they no, only had. Me. I'm 04. Okay. They only mm-hmm. had. They only had so many spots to fill to pay the baby yeah. lawyers. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we just worked until they'd pay us. You know what that? You know. Oh what? my gosh. Oh, yeah. I, I hope know. young people are listening. Yeah, yeah I hope That's y'all are amazing. listening. I and it's such a. Um, prestigious thing i mean if, when you're in law school I, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer i'm sure everyone knows that it's listening but when i was in law school i really really wanted to work at the u.s attorney's office yeah. and i worked there for free for a summer i did That's so but cool. it's like a badge of honor that i worked there for free so totally. you like there were more there was more interest in being a prosecutor more people want to be prosecutor is. than people could be paid to be a prosecutor. i think there always is and i these days when i talk to my little cousins, little friends. I like to have a lot of young friends. It makes me feel young. Mm, all yes. these youngsters, they all want to go work at the DA's office. And I mean, there's just not a whole lot of spots. So if you get one, you're yeah. good. Did you ever want to be FBI? Oh my gosh. No, I don't have that kind of patience, but you know what? <laughs> my other half, he went from the DA's office to the feds. And I think you're right about the sort of coveted spot. Cause I think there are even fewer federal prosecutor positions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and you don't get to just go there. You have to have been a lawyer for a little bit. And, um, this is like a top five market, like kind of, um, TV situation. Mm-hmm. You don't just get to be like, I know. Yeah. I'll it's hard to get into Dallas. Channel 8 in mm-hmm. Dallas. Easy call. No, yeah. Right. Hard. Do you yeah, know right. a lot of st- stuff that's like in mm. the vault in your head that you cannot share? Yes. Oh, I bet it's unbelievable. Yes, but I go to sleep at night, and when mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning, it's all put away. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. some of that stuff I just can't think about, and y'all wouldn't want to think about, and I don't want you to. Yeah. Wait, can we go back to the better mm-hmm. half? So he's, um, you're, you met your hubs. I want to know how many, yeah, right, right. were you all both prosecuting crimes? Yeah, we were crimes ba- ba- baby prosecutors, yes. Baby prosecutors, and uh, I pursued him. It's no secret, and now it's really not, right? Good for you. And um, anyway, he's so cute. We were um, co-workers. We were buddies. Now we're a family. We have love three it. babies. But he's federal. I love that. Yeah, but actually, so he's on the outside now. That's what we call it. He's been liberated. Mm-hmm. And he used to be a government lawyer like I was. And now he is in private practice. But he only does federal work. Mm-hmm. And I do little state, little federal. So, Okay, so yeah. you do both. Yeah. And all yeah, over yeah, North yeah. Texas? That's right. Mm-hmm. Or wherever. But yes, mostly North Texas. I got a mom. So I can't be yeah, yeah, traveling... Yeah. Out out of out of county too much because I got a I got a mother here and there. So what was the most interesting case that you like felt like you got sucked into more than others for whatever reason? Well, as a defense lawyer, you know, generally speaking, this is what I tell my kiddos: is mommy helps people who make bad choices figure out how to make it better, right? Now, sometimes well, there was a time when mommy said, <laughs> "Mommy helps people." Um, 
who make bad choices try to make it better. And my husband would say, mommy helps get them out and daddy puts them away because daddy was a federal prosecutor. But see, now yeah. daddy's on the outside. Yeah. So, so now mommy and daddy both help folks who make bad choices figure out how to make things better. That could be say you're sorry. That could be um, owe a debt to community. That could be um, get on the better path. And then once in a while, mommy and daddy each help folks who have been accused of something that they did not do. Mm-hmm. Um, get through it, get out of it, rise above it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's heavy. That's heavy. It is. And it also wasn't an answer to the question that you asked because yeah. I forgot the question. No, the question. So, okay. So oh. let, let's oh. go with somebody who was wrong. What did you, what, okay, where so, you didn't sleep at night? You're like, wow, this okay. is consuming me. Y'all. So Roger, and I'm sure he would totally, con- okay. So technically I have to give his permission. So I'm going to call him Roger. Roger got in trouble. He drove a car too fast. He violated the law because he drove his car so fast that he caused a fatal car crash. Mm -hmm. He was indicted for manslaughter. He was prosecuted. We took the case to resolution, which actually involved a guilty plea and then a plea for mercy to a jury of 12 in Dallas County in the district courts. And mommy helped Roger figure out after his bad decision how to make it better. So he went on this couple of years worth of soul searching. He gave up his license. He didn't drive. He connected with the family of the decedent, meaning the person mm-hmm. who he killed and yeah. accepted responsibility for doing so. And anyway, and then he went to TDC. That's what we call the institutional division of Yeah. The, yeah. Spell it out though. No, okay, so y'all, yeah. y'all are <laughs> TDC. What is that? Well, that's what we used to call Texas Department of Corrections, but it's actually it's TDCJI, it, uh-huh, Texas uh-huh. Department of Criminal Justice Institutional Division. So Roger went to TDC. He did his time. He is out, and y'all, he and his sweet girl um, had a baby three days ago. So he has righted the ship, right? He has mm-hmm. righted, he's put himself on the right path, and he's going to be an incredible human, a good dad, and that was a, that's a good example. And it haunted me and I wouldn't sleep at night because when I would be in the car with the girls and the baby and I would be so cautious and I would be so aware and, Oh gosh, why do, I mean, why do people have to be, why do people have to drive like that? And that's, I mean, yeah. So yeah, it it definitely stuck with me and here we are talking about it. And that was like a 2016 case maybe. Mm -hmm. Which feels like yesterday you say 2016. I'm like, yeah, you know, like last year. (laughs) Oh wait, it's 2021. Do you mostly get asked about like vehicular stuff? Do you, I mean, I'm no, 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 no. People are so much more interested in hearing the gory, sexy Mm -hmm. drug trafficking or murder, sexual assault, like, but it's all so dark and none of it's really like glorious and delightful. So it's not necessarily all that much fun to talk about. No, 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 but do you, is that mostly what you get asked about? Like, I would imagine, like, if you had 10 friends and they needed to make a phone call to you, you're probably going to get, like, oh, my God, mm, my cousin mm. to just get pulled over. What does he yeah. do now? So asked about, I thought you meant, hey, share an anecdote. Tell us. Get inside mm-hmm. that vault. But, no, you mean asked about. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. we got a problem. We need yeah. your help. Well, yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. practical. like Yeah, drugs. And, okay. And, and you're right. Vehicular meaning, like, DWI. Mm-hmm. That's what... Yeah. And what drug? What drug is on the streets the most, do you think? Oh my gosh. It's all over, everywhere, all of it. But, like, you know, these federal cases, there's a lot of methamphetamine trafficking um, on the trafficking side. And then on the personal, like on the possession side, when folks get busted and folks who maybe are struggling with addiction or figuring out that part of their existence, those cases are at the state. And that's, you know, cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin. Y'all, heroin. Blah. 
Wow. So bad. Horrible poison. We're from, yeah, we're from Plano. Yeah. Right? We were there MTV. when the big yeah. heroin thing happened. And mm-hmm. it goes on and on. Yeah. Does it terrify you as a parent? It terrifies me as a parent, but we talk about it, y'all. I mean, it's at the point where I'll say, yeah, never, not once, not ever, not ever. Not uh-huh. tr- You don't try it. You don't even, you, you just walk the heck away because it's a game changer. It's a life ruiner and that's it. I mean, forget about it. Okay, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, um, I think that my my life mantra, my family mantra for my kids is every family's different. But, yeah. But guess what? Mila, my sixth grader, <clears throat> I said something about my mantra, what I like to say. And she goes, oh, we know what your mantra is, mommy. And I was like, this is it. She's going to say it. Every and family's she different. Doesn't. She said, yeah, we know what you say, mommy. People are idiots. <gasps> This is like two days ago. I cannot make this up. And Aww. I was like, oh, does mommy say that? Mommy definitely has probably told daddy that and they overhear it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's note to self. But mm-hmm. but also, but it's true. And, and, you know, people do make bad choices and a lot of them get caught and then they need representation. And then sometimes we're so lucky that we survive our own idiocy. We survive our own mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even think of some of the stuff that I've seen in the documents that came to the TV station, and we would read through the 60-page indictment word for word, or the 911 calls that I've heard that I still think about Mm -hmm. today. The 911 calls. The 911 calls. Is there anything more raw? No. There there was one. I I, I mean, I, I think about it, sadly, almost every week. No, was like, it, can I ask you? Was was it domestic violence? No, it no? was. It, I mean, I'll tell you, it was a mom who was just driving along with her two kids in the back seat, and another car hit her. Not even that much, and she went into just the neighborhood pond in the car, and then she couldn't figure out. She didn't think it was a big deal, and I'm listening to her screaming, trying to save her children as they're drowning. It was the I think I, it's so. I talk to my kids every time we go over a bridge. I'm like, okay, if something were to happen. Your electrical stuff goes off after a minute. You only have a minute. You got to get those windows down right away. Okay, Otherwise, so you can't scary. get out. But you do think about that because yes, you heard it. So you probably it's so raw. like it's so raw. You take some of the stuff and probably put it into your kids without them even understanding why is mommy so mm-hmm. adamant about this. Mm-hmm. My kids think I'm just really strange about bridges. Mm-hmm. I haven't no, it really explained experience. to them why. So do you feel like you put life lessons? Do you tell them? Or do you just flat out tell them? Well, so these days we've gotten to the point where we have a sixth grader and a fourth grader and and we do talk about stuff in front of them, right? But we have to be cautious and thoughtful. But then at the same time, we don't want them, frankly, the news is scarier almost than anything. So we don't necessarily want them to have unfettered access to Mm -hmm. the news media and be scared. However, we're not afraid to share with them some of the sordid details because we want them to, right, be aware um, but you know what? I just asked you if that call you were listening to was domestic violence because I forgot to answer that domestic violence. I mean, all the time calls. All the, did you see how I compartmentalized it? I put it away, even though I represent folks who are accused of that all day, every day. Um, and for the longest at the DA's office, it was my pride and my obligation and my honor to do it on the state side, right? But it's there's so much. And I was thinking about 911 calls. Mm. <clears throat> when someone is in their own house... And whatever's going on is so scary that they can't even talk. fix it themselves. Yeah. They, yeah. They so they have to talk. ask outside of their house mm-hmm. for help. So those 911 calls are either like they can they can really be the most revealing 
component of the evidence of the state's case or the Fed's case is when you listen to the 911 and you hear the moments that give rise to the police response, whoa, those really seal the deal for the state. Or, on the contrary, they really reveal the truth that could be favorable to the defense. So, I mean, those are just the 911 calls. Because you can hear calls, these things totally. in yeah. people's voices. Yeah, totally. oh, you can Jody. literally, mm-hmm. it is so primal. Mm. Yeah. And I, yeah. And how often are people, you know, you hear about the Innocence Project, how often are people wrongly accused? I think more often than you think. Really? I think so. At the same time, like I don't really do statistics. I didn't do well in that class at UT. However, (laughs) I think that at the same time, I do feel like what I say to the girls about mommy helping folks who make bad choices make it better. That's really the bulk of the Mm -hmm. work. Yeah. So how many people, how many people plead out? Sorry. I'm just jumping in. You go, I mean, do you go to trial often or do you mostly help people with their pleas? Both. It's all advocacy. It's all advocacy, helping the client figure out how to get the best possible resolution. So yes, a lot of that is through plea bargaining, negotiating, you know, as the defense attorney, my adversary is the prosecutor, right? But not really because big picture, and this is just me trying to get along with everybody, big picture, the prosecutor and the defense lawyer, we are working together to try to find a fair resolution, right? I mean, is that how it is in civil law? It feels like they don't get along no, so well, right? Gosh, no, 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 no. And you know, you said earlier, like people ask criminal and family. They do. So like, I feel like criminal law is bad people on their best behavior mm-hmm. or people who make bad choices on their best behavior. Whereas in family law, <laughs> it's like good people who make good choices, but they're on their worst behavior when they are... <laughs> In the room with family law counsel, or they're fixing the mediator, however it is that you get through those disastrous moments. No, I like the way. That's so true. That's so true. Mm. But lots of plea bargains. No, you're right. That's a, that's a, and and more so at the feds on the federal level. I think that fewer criminal cases are litigated at trial. On the state level, lots more litigation, meaning lots more jury trial. We put it out to the community, let them make the decision because cases that go to trial. Like, there are big questions. Are they fact questions? Are they law questions? And the jurors have to decide. Like, the people, like regular people, Shelley's and Jody's, they're in there making the choice about, well, did he do what they said he did? Or, well, I should say, did the state prove that he did what the mm-hmm. state accused him of doing? Mm-hmm. And so the people decide, Not, I think, less, way less frequently on the federal level. Do you prosecute or are you defending against any prosecutors that you actually personally worked with? Or are they oh, all yeah. newbies? Oh, oh So these are your people. Okay. Some of them. And they're awesome. And I love them. And so I have to remember whose team I'm on. And of course, I'm on my client's team. But you know, I've even, anyway, yeah, no, I, I respect a lot of them. I get along with a lot of them. And then there are new lawyers because evidently I'm getting older and they're no, you're not. You're still fabulous. coming out of law school. Okay. Can I ask yeah, a question totally. that like the non-lawyers would also want to know? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have somebody, I've always wondered, have you ever had somebody really like, no man, all the evidence points to like, you did this. Yeah. Okay. But you're telling me you want to plead not guilty. Do you ever walk away and say, I'm sorry, this is not a case for me? So, uh, I, I could, but if I'm already in the contract with the client, no. Um, and if I, I do indigent defense as well. So half my practice is representing individuals who cannot afford counsel or mm. ha- lack the resources to find competent representation. And so I represent them by appointment mm-hmm. and the courts pay mm-hmm. the f- lawyer's fees. So if I'm in a, if I'm in a relationship with the client and I'm the lawyer and he's a client, 
if I don't like his decision, well, that's his decision. I still have to advocate on okay. his behalf and find the most favorable outcome. But oh my goodness, yes. Uh-huh. And and then a lot of the counseling part, because aren't we like attorneys at law? At, oh, C- counselors at law. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to counsel these folks, maybe sometimes to to that point, like, look, mm-hmm. buddy, mm-hmm. there's 446 pieces of digital media evidence that all support oh the gosh. state's theory of the case. And so I'm holding luck. them and I've seen yeah, them so and they all are well. what they say. Right, right. I got appointed by the court. Remember my, um, I got appointed in 1983 case. It was civil, oh, but it was cool. for cruel and unusual punishment. And Mr. Isaiah Garrett, I can say, I mean, he, I'm on record as his attorney. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget you, Isaiah Garrett. I doubt you're listening, but I loved you and you were a wonderful client. He, um, what did they do to him? Broke his jaw. Oosh. Oh, I remember. Broke his jaw. I remember this. Oh, oh yeah. Everyone, yeah. every every Slater knows about this. This was like all that was going on with me for several months. Mm-hmm. For a while. But he uh, he survived summary judgment, and so I was appointed as his counsel. It was it was a wonderful what a treat. I mean, yeah, it really, was it was a treat. It was treat. an it was a treat. It was an honor. It really was. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I ask you something superficial? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what shows? I was gonna. Good job, Shelley. Are we literally? Yeah, it's totally superficial. What's your favorite law show? What is your favorite law show or like criminal? something show that you watch and what's the one you're like i can't stand it this is all Mm. fake i hate it okay so i'll start with you know what they talk about primacy and recency their most recent law show right primacy meaning what's so the first thing you hear is the thing that sticks with you primacy recency is what you heard most recently is what sticks with you totally i don't know if that's really what that means but (laughs) recency recently i watched with my other half. We watched Defending Jacob. It's a novel. Oh, I yeah, didn't I, read it. No, I saw it. I haven't watched it, but should I? I mean, yeah. It it's good. good stuff. Okay, good. And there's a lot in there that really I need resonated. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not too many episodes. Like, it's manageable. It's digestible. Mm-hmm. But we watched it. And neither of us, neither Tali nor I, was so turned off because it was so inaccurate or so ridiculous. It was good. Mm. It was good. And then oh, and on a, on a more real level... Um, no, that's about as real as it gets. Defending Jacob. It was good. Watch it. And then something that just makes drives me crazy and makes my skin crawl. I don't know. What what do you can you think oh, of one? Yeah, no, I can think of that one. I love the actress. I'll have to just like put it in the notes to the podcast because I'm not gonna remember it. But she like goes to court and it's always like a ten on bonk panel. I'm like, no. That's with so thirty seven thousand no. Yeah. We argue to judges by ourselves Alone. all the time. I Alone. mean or, I mean with one other person in the room. It's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. unrealistic. But she goes to the Supreme Court every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, no, mm-hmm. you don't. That's awesome. <laughs> well, this is amazing. I, I, I kinda wanna know what more is in the vault, but not on the record. <laughs> not on the record. Not on the but record. no, right. I mean, clearly this, I'm incapable of changing names. Poor Roger. I mean I think <laughs> He would be so honored to be mentioned because he has really done so well. But gosh, yeah. So I'm really not good at that. No, No, I think that having good relationships with your clients and knowing them still says a lot about you and your practice. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here. Aaron Hendricks, attorney at law. Slate it.